reason they invented the internet. This was the sole purpose so that you could listen to the Loftus Party podcast with, with yours truly and often Gypsy Camp 17, the Liberty Gimlet. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, but I'm not on the road. You are. I know. It's uh, it's it's my go-to. I got to keep up that, that mysterious aura of you just constantly traveling and moving from place to place when actually it's me. I'm down in Cincinnati, everybody. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, very close to my old stomping grounds. I am at a, uh, it's like at one of these, it's the Liberty Township Center, and it's one of these new, which I I guess they're they're obviously they're popular. It's like an outdoor shopping mall, and they all have the same, they all have the same stores. They have a big movie theater, they have uh, like a big martini bar, Mexican restaurant, uh, an Italian bistro, that you've got, you know, Dillard's and Old Navy, and it's like its own little town. It's it's very odd. It's very Truman Show adjacent. Because this could Truman be... Truman Show adjacent. It really is. Because they're all very much the same, yet there's small differences, so you get this weird sense of deja vu. Like, I could be... Seriously, I could be in Omaha, Nebraska right now. I could be in Kansas City, but I'm in Cincinnati, and there's nothing... Other than people running around in like Ohio State uh, scarlet and gray sweatshirts, there's nothing distinctly Cincinnati about this place. I'm looking for some skyline chili. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to get in my car Ooh. and drive to get some sky. I love that stuff. Good lord, yeah. I love that stuff. I haven't yeah, had that's it. Some in good years. stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's what I'm doing, and we'll, we'll maybe we might circle back around to this later. I am uh, I'm working on the material, putting together the show. For the big uh, Fox Nation taping in Nashville on the 21st. So uh, for the good people of Cincinnati, yes, I have my notebook on stage. (laughs) I apologize for nothing. I apologize for nothing. I'm working out the kinks. I'm working out the kinks. So let's... Kinks better be gone by the time I hit Nashville. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There'll be a great... There'll be a great rejoicing. There's going to be... Nashville's going to be good. I hope everybody listening uh, has their tickets. We'll talk about the, the social media of it all later. But seriously, don't wait to the last second because we live in the in the Rona, and they're only going to let like 150 people in the club. That's it. Maybe we'll add a second show. Hopefully we'll get to that. But if you're holding off on getting your tickets, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So get those suckers now. Zany's Nashville. Uh, you can Google it. You know how to do the GoDaddy Google machine internet wonderfulness. So fantastic. Uh, I drove here. I drove across the country, not across the country, from New York uh, to Ohio. It's a drive I've made many times. I kind of dig it. I enjoy it. And I wanted to make sure I spent uh, special t- uh, attention to the signs, you know, that are out in the fields and the signs that are hanging off of, you know, fences and stuff. I saw one across the whole Pennsylvania turnpike. I saw one sign for uh, Biden-Harris. That's it. Uno. 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 Yup. And then I saw six for uh, Trump-Pence. Now, granted, these are all like 
farms and and things of that. So it could just be, uh, you know, it's going to play out in in the traditional manner that the, the the big cities will go Democrat and then the rural areas will go uh, conservative. I have I, I really think it's a coin flip at, at this point. It's weird. I'll go through these phases where I'm like, Trump's going to win in a landslide, in an absolute landslide. But when I'm confronted with just the absolute tsunami of the media coverage for Biden and just the way people are just carrying so much water for that dude and just acting like everything is fine and, oh, it's okay if he doesn't answer this question about packing the Supreme Court and it's okay that he got that wrong and it's okay that he's repeating a lie no one's fact-checking him. No one's fact-checking Kamala Lala Ding Dong Harris. They're all ignoring the Green New Deal that is uh, the, the bedrock of their plan. And I just, it's, it's disheartening. Disheartening is the word I'm looking for there, Gimlet. Um, first of all, the Supreme Court packing question, the fact that they will not answer that is just unacceptable. Exactly. And I actually heard some corporate media folks going, um, I, I, I think they kind of have to answer. <laughs> well, like, even they're kind of saying, yeah, this isn't really OK. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not. Uh, he actually said. You'll find out after the election if I win. That's just like Obamacare. We've got to vote for it to know what's in it. We have to we have to pass the bill before we can find out what's in it. We have to. Yeah, that's completely, uh, it's completely unacceptable. I, I did a video on that. I know everybody subscribed to the YouTube channel because you're awesome and you look fabulous in those pants. Uh, but that was, I thought that was just hilarious. Well, hilar- sad and hilarious. Like no one else was calling out uh, Biden on this except for like Trump and me. <laughs> like yeah, almost two weeks ago. It's like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to go, I'm not going to answer that question. Because if I do, then that will become an issue. You guys, you, know, you need to vote. You can't just... My head almost exploded. <laughs> it was... And Trump's like, what do you mean you're not going to answer? And I didn't blame him for his reaction. What do you my mean? Whole thing, <laughs> my whole thing in the video was like, I want to try that in my personal life. You know, when uh, <laughs> when you come in late, honey, where were you? I'm not going to answer that because then that will become an issue. So listen, you need to vote. You need to vote. Voting is the most important thing. Oh, God. When a cop pulls you over, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm not going to answer that because then that will become the issue. issue. You need to vote. You need to vote, Officer Jenkins. That's the most important thing. People are voting now. It was just, and Kamala, Kamala ditched it. She didn't... uh, Come, let's talk about packing the courts. Let's talk about packing the courts. You packed, you packed, you filled 50 uh, judge openings and not one of them was a person of color. That was just an, uh, just an odd pirouette into racism. <laughs> we should talk about the vice presidential debate. Let's do that. That seems like a, a healthy, I wasn't that impressed. I thought, I thought Biden, uh, or Biden, I thought uh, Pence, did well, I, you know, mm-hmm. he had the facts, but uh, I'm like, somebody needs to put a uh, uh, 
a fire under his ass. Dude, go. Talk. But he, he's like, slow? he's, well, because that's how he's always spoken. That, yeah. That's Mike Pence. Okay, that's just Mike Pence's cadence. He did radio. He did television. That's just who he is. Okay. Yeah. But you have to remember, we're used to something completely different and not for all the best reasons for everyone. So I think Pence is an excellent counterbalance to Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Much better than Kamala Harris is to Joe Biden. I mean, Pence wrecked her on foreign policy. He wrecked her on COVID. Uh, he, what was the other one he did? Oh, he didn't have to wreck her on the Abraham Lincoln thing. Some Lincoln professor did. He's like, that's not a real quote. I've been studying the dude for 36 years. That never happened. Um, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the Here's, other one where I thought he did a really good job. Well, I, I oh, thought- when, when she refused to... Say whether she would pack the court. He was like, um, I would like that noted that she never answered my question. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like like he did in, in a debate school. Like if you would go back to, you know, debate club in college or high school or whatever, you could go, yes, he scored a point here. And he certainly scored a point there. And that was this was nice what he did here. Like factually and all that stuff, he did wonderfully. And he was well composed and... All of that wonderful stuff. However, I think to whoever's left of the independent voters, whoever's those, whatever that 4% is, and if they watched, I think that there was something, and this is me going out on a limb, because I didn't care for it. I found I found Kamala to be uh, smarmy, and I really, really hated that whole thing. We're like, I'm talking now. I'm talking now. Mr. Biden, it was so I'm, planned. I'm oh, oh, Did yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? At one point, Susan Page, the moderator, who did a much better job than Chris Wallace. She really did. I, it wasn't perfect, but it was not. It was not the mess that Chris Wallace was. But right. um, so she turned. Kamala Harris says something. I can't remember what they were talking about. And she turns and the moderator goes, Mr. Vice President. And he starts to answer at the at the behest of the moderator, right? And yeah. she cuts him off again. I'm speaking. I would like to finish speaking. I'm like the moderator. Yeah. That was not even appropriately placed. You suck at this. Well, it's it's strange though, but this is just me as a performer, as a, as a as a comedian and and all that good stuff. I think for those people who are undecided and they were just watching at home, there was something Mike Pence was was in the debate and listing facts and stats and all that wonderful stuff and dismantling her arguments. However, Kamala Harris was doing that, that little smile and shaking her head. No, no. I think that probably played better to the people who don't follow politics that much. It, it seemed like she was just talking to people in her living room, which in the in the debate of personality and it which has nothing to do with facts or any of that stuff i think she did she did well i mean it's it's as good as you're going to get from her it wasn't like we needed the wheels to come off when when trump went after biden and we needed pence to really dismantle uh kamala harris i was looking for like a tulsi gabbard moment 
where he just really went in there and just drove the nice knife home and then twisted it. Like how many people, how many people did you have on death row and you were holding back evidence and you didn't want to, you know, look at yeah. the evidence to see if there were, how many, how do you feel about that? And he had a great moment when they were talking about, uh, oh, the, the girl who got uh, uh, shot by the cops in Kentucky and then the grand jury said, yeah, we're not going to press charges. And then Kamala Lala Ding Dong is like, yeah, I don't think justice was served. And then Pence is like, well, that's sad. That's really scary coming from a, a, a former, uh, you know, prosecutor that she had a, a jury of her peers. You know, we, you had a grand jury come back and say, nope, th there's there's no crime here. That's how it's supposed to work. And now you're saying you're going to do something different. I thought he could have made a bigger deal out of all this stuff. I really, and and I'm I'm I've really had it with the the whole uh, good people on both sides. I, I really that one is just driving me crazy that they keep letting that play. That they keep. You remember when uh, Mitt Romney was uh, debating Obama, and the big question was, did Obama use the word terrorists or not? Uh huh. And then Mitt Romney's like, no, you didn't. You never said terrorist. And Obama said, yes, I did. And then Candy Crowley was like, yes, he did. Yes, he did. And she was, you know, she just jumped on the side of, I wanted a moment like that. Like, like for Chris Wallace to bring up the good people on both sides thing was just freaking horrible. Was just horrible when he knows it's oh, wrong. It was. And then for and then for uh, whatever Susan who blah 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 for her to let that slide when Kamala Harris uh, brings it up like the media is complicit they're complicit in all this we all know it we all know it but when they just shove it in your face like that it really pisses you off and I wanted Pence to have some some righteous indignation you know like how dare you could we please stop with that BS just give it a rest very yeah but here's Here's the thing I'll say. Yes. I think for voters over 65, where we're apparently having a little bit of trouble, um, that harkens back to like the Dan Quell, Lloyd Benson debates. That harkens back to the way they're comfortable with their politics. And Mike Pence is a very comforting person. So yes. while we want some rock'em, sock'em and some really great, you know, little clips to put on Twitter, because that's who we are. And, you know, Gen X is just kind of like nihilistic anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a general rule. Like, take a swing, take a swing. We want blood. Um, <laughs> but I think for, for some folks, that was very good to see, you know. Yeah. We're and we're just so more much more like deep into this on a daily basis for people who aren't. I think that was very calming. Well, yeah, That's his all. demeanor, his demeanor is certainly fine. Here's what I'm saying is when you're over the target, don't mm -hmm. just drop a couple grenades, drop a couple bombs, throw in a Call couple. Abs. How dare you? Why are you repeating? I mean, you can do it in a calm. Yeah. I love I love that he was like a surgeon in that. Like if it, you had if you had to have an I operation know. and you had to choose between Kamala Lala Ding Dong and 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 Mike Pence, Mike Pence is gonna be my choice all the time. Uh because he's just calm and doesn't lose his cool and all that stuff. 
However, when, when you Ever. got her dead to rights, when you got her dead to rights and you know you're going to win the point of the argument, go ahead and just throw on a little relish. Give me a little bit of sauce. You're going to get the hot dog. I, I did like her <laughs> shaming her on the uh, vaccine, though. Oh, that was great. That was yeah. another that was another fantastic moment. And that's yeah. and that is yeah. what it does. It actually does my heart good. I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like what I, I really believe, like I truly believe in my soul. It's like, we're right. We're right. This isn't mm-hmm. about uh, being popular or having people no. like you. It's like you can either deal with reality or you can pretend to live in this Shangri-La weird, strange world where all the cops are out running around trying to kill you and the only real medicine comes from the... The, the giant state-run hospital that looks like the DMV. It's just, oh, reality is just upside well, down right now. The other one I, the other one was the opener, which I liked. And she's like, Joe Biden has a plan. Like, Pence, I've looked at the plan. It looks like what we've been doing since January. Yeah. It goes down the line. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It have a plan. Other than to do things nationally, which is not going to work. Florida's not shutting down. Georgia's not shutting down. South Carolina's not shutting down. And we're doing fine. We don't need you, Joe. It, uh, here's the sad part. And maybe I'm just a little melancholy a day today because of the, the weather or whatever. It's but a, it's like, it's a I, weathery day. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. uh, it's. It's gray outside. It's crisp. It's like you just seriously want to just like stay in bed, drink coffee, build a fire, drink hot chocolate. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. TV all yep. day, and uh, mm-hmm. and and occasionally bang, and then, <laughs> and then and then go back to bed. Wake and then up. and then go to sleep at seven thirty tonight because you've done so much. Right, and then. <laughs> Take a shower at like eight o'clock and then and then hate yourself. Like, what am I doing? And then put on a new pair of pajamas, go back to and bed. Go back to bed. Right? Maybe order some Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Eat that bang. <laughs> and then go to sleep. Yeah. And no, and then you realize that you haven't brushed your teeth all day. <laughs> and and you feel like a total loser. And then you get up at 11 o'clock, you brush your teeth, and you're like, how sad is my life? How sad is my life? And then, it's just one cloudy day, though. Right? And you're like, oh, I'll fix it all tomorrow. Tomorrow will be great. And then you can't yeah. sleep at night, and you get up, and then you're tired on Monday. And then you're like, you know what? I did great yesterday. Yesterday was a great day. That's what Today was the best day I've had all year. <laughs> I'm doing that again next weekend. And then you start praying for clouds to roll in. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a, uh, a short little break. Um, and then we're going to come back with some more debate stuff, some more uh, social media updates. we got to talk about another hurricane. There's so much, you guys. Ooh, and the Lincoln debate. The Lincoln debate. I love this idea. Stick around. We're coming right back.
Okay, odds are you're one of the people in America who's better off today than three years ago. And now you've got some smug Democrat calling you racist and trying to jam one hand in your ass and another in your pocket. So at a time when taxes are down, jobs are up, and the economy is way up, it'd be nice if there were a candidate who had more to offer than making you pay for other people's shit. Well, the eagle has landed. Say hello to President Donald J. Trump. He ain't just making America great again. Trump's doing things no president has ever done before. He's keeping promises, packing courts, defending the border, rebuilding our military, and making Chuck Schumer cry like a schoolgirl with two skin knees. This president is six foot three inches of let's put America first. And oh yeah, immigration, jobs, drug prices, nobody's got better numbers. The game has changed, and the Democrats are officially fucking crazy. So keep America great. Stand with Trump in 2020. So if it sounds a little different to you, I probably should have said this at the top of the show. I'm at a very Spartan hotel. It's a lovely hotel. It's very clean, but like uh, it's very, very Spartan. There's there's such an echo in here. There, it's all it's hardwood floors. There's no carpet. Just sound is just bouncing around uh, like a, a rubber ball on a playpen. Okay, so uh, that's why it sounds different. Because I'm on the road. I'm in a hotel room. I'm living that. I'm living my 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 best uh, stand-up comedy life. I found this out. We were talking about the uh, the vice presidential debate and how that was going. I found this out. The, everybody talks about the Lincoln-Douglas debates, and I just don't think this mm-hmm. is common knowledge. I was very surprised when I heard this. As I was driving across the country, I was listening to Mark Levin, the Mark Levin Show. And I just love how excited that guy gets, and he just gets louder and more irate, and then he brings it down. I should work on a Mark Levin impression. But he was talking about the Lincoln-Douglas debates. He's read all of them. He's Of course he has. That guy. That guy. What must the home life be for Mark Levin? Honey, I'm home. Traffic was crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But check this out. And and hopefully you'll be somewhat impressed like this. I'm building it up too much. Here's how the Lincoln-Douglas debates went. And they did a bunch of them. They did like seven of these. Seven or eight. I could be wrong. Yeah. It was the first guy, uh, the first guy gets an hour to make his case. The first dude gets an hour. The second guy gets an hour and a half. And then the first guy gets an additional half hour to rebut. That was the those were the debates mm-hmm. now i i feel confident that uh my boy donald could do that like he could get up oh, he could rip for an hour right? he could do an hour and a half he could do an hour and a, i'd let donald he did go two seven. hours with rush yesterday right now and, and this would be my question to uh, my 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 liberal friends and my, my Democrat uh, counterparts. Do you? I don't. I don't think Joe Biden could do it for an hour. I don't. I think he'd have to tap out. 
He'd be no, like, can we, can we take a break after 20 minutes? I need a sip of water. I just need to close my eyes for a little bit. Well, with the debates going down the tubes, right? Um, oh, my Newt gosh. Gingr- Newt Gingrich has uh, decided that, screw it. Don't don't let the Presidential Commission on Debates do this. Just accept Joe Rogan's offer and, and, and make Joe do it there. It's hilarious, but that mm-hmm. joke start that that started as a joke a couple of weeks ago. But I really jumped on board. We talked about that on this show. I'm like, I think that's a capital idea of Joe Rogan, just a regular everyman, just a regular dude who would ask the questions. But he's smart enough and he's inquisitive enough. He reminds me of me. He reminds <laughs> right. He would, ask, he would ask the right questions and voice the concerns. And he wouldn't take any crap, and he could shut the guys down. I think, seriously, Joe Rogan hosting a debate, I'm all for it. I'm all for oh, it. I'm sure you saw what Bob Dole said yesterday, right? No. So uh, they were talking about this debate commission, this debate commission. Uh-huh. And Bob, Bob Dole, or I, I, I thought it was Bob Dole. I could, once again, I could be wrong. but I He's thought in a I, wheelchair. Yeah. He's in a okay. wheelchair, but he goes, uh, the debate commission is equal parts, uh, Democrats and Republicans. And, uh, I know these people and the Republicans who are on the, uh, debate commission are friends of mine. And I know for a fact, none of them support Donald Trump. So <laughs> let's not pretend that this is fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and that's from Bob so- Dole. Well, hey, if Bob Dole's willing to call it. But this is something that I keep pointing out and nobody is listening to me. Oh, I love it. Bring it. Okay, like, so there was this this op-ed in the New York Times. And I totally agreed with its premise. And that was, um, might be time to let go of Roe and... Roe v. Wade and just do this in the state legislatures and even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said we probably made a mistake with that one and it was a really interesting perspective from someone who has a different point of view than me and then she goes on to say that if we took that issue off the table it would benefit Democrats on economic and other matters I'm like lady have you missed the realignment that's going on here like there are legit there are legit points of agreement between Trump supporters and the Bernie bros. So conservatism now, and I believe Republicanism going forward, okay? Like Trump changed the party. It's not going back, no matter what these dipshits at the Lincoln Project think. Um, yeah, well, those guys But if you, if, if, if you take a look, like Buckley and Schlafly, back in the day, they put this coalition together of the religious right, you know, business, you know, these people that had certain common interests and would, like, give and take on certain issues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That coalition is gone, okay? So now you have a conservatism that looks a little bit more like um, bring our boys home, focus on American workers, right? right? So more, more popular. Selling us out to China. And, and things like that. And there's actual legitimate points of agreement between Bernie bros and Trump supporters on things like 
decreasing our military engagements overseas, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So if you look at who's actually, whose policies are actually benefiting and targeting the middle class and making sure we have a healthy middle and upper middle class, it's clearly Republicans. Republicans aren't the party of the rich anymore. So when Joe positions himself as Scranton Joe, yeah. that doesn't even ring to his voters anymore because they're the party of the very rich and the very poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then how to how to put that into uh, an easily digestible bite-sized uh, nugget that you can just pop in your mouth like one of those little tiny brownies. That's what I mean. It's like there are... Well, I mean, For me, it's like still kind of evolving because I've seen it kind of something's been going on since about 2014. Right. Or if not, if not, my daddy's GOP, basically, something's going on. (laughs) Well, and it was beyond the Tea Party. Well, uh, the uh, the Tea Party was like, I think, the first big, uh, you know, vocalization of the unhappiness because. Mm -hmm. Back in the 80s, and I guess this is just like armchair history, but it, like what you're talking about, like you had the evangelical Christians and, and right. business and like, you know, the conservative movement, Republicans were these fine, upstanding citizens and we all wear suits and we enjoy, you know, walking our best gal to Sunday service. And there's nothing wrong with Sunday service. There's nothing wrong with all of that stuff. But I think the Tea Party was just like a, a great reminder of, the uh of the foundations like hey we just want to be free you you are free to go you know uh worship whoever you want to do and we're going to be free to do this but just it's it was a big you know let's just stay away from uh big government from big Mm -hmm. government and that's like and that's what that's where we are now with this whole we're punching up we are the the outsiders in all of this, which is just well, completely bizarre to me. People who just like, listen, I just I just want to be free. I just want less government. I don't think government has the solution. Blah 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 blah. And suddenly we're all lab- labeled, you know, uh, racists and homophobes and xenophobes, and it's just insulting. And I'm just getting I'm so bored of it. And that that's well, I mean, that's kind of like what hit me like a rock yesterday. <laughs> It, wait, I'm it, just scrolling it hit through you like stuff. a rack or it hit you on Iraq. I don't understand. No, it hit me like a rock. Oh, a rock. Like a okay. boulder. I thought you were talking about the I'm country. Like, no, like they're, they're, they're trying so hard to turn this election into a race war and it's not. It's a class war. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, the race war thing just isn't really. It's not really ringing. Oh, it is. It's working like it's working great. Have you not noticed? They're they're burning down Portland. They're burning Seattle. They're they're burning uh, Minneapolis. They're burning up in Wisconsin. They're doing things. It, it's everywhere. It's it's been incredibly successful. The but whole- you've got like you've got the rest of America looking, going, okay. What do you want? Because in America, we fix problems. Like, well, we used to. If the population says this is a problem and a problem bubbles up, there's at least some attempt at solution. These people don't want anything other than to be destructive. That has nothing to do with race. They, uh, you know what I mean? That's that's the way I feel. And hopefully, 
sometimes that's what I, at the top of the show when I when I go, man, Trump's going to win in a landslide. Trump's going to win in a landslide because this is insane, and people yes. just have to feel it in their bones that this is insane. Like, oh, we're going to burn down this, uh, we're going to burn down this target because a guy who attacked a cop with a knife, a guy comes running at a at a cop with a knife, and he's mm-hmm. going to go stabby stabby, and the cop shoots that guy, and then and then they're like. No, 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 no. He shouldn't have done that. We got it. We got to burn down a target. That's that's ridiculous. It's insane. And a, uh-huh. and a normal human being doesn't fall for. It. However, you see these people marching in the streets and just looting, setting fires. And then you 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 see the, the regular mainstream media going as a mostly peaceful protest. And it's like it's no, it wasn't. It's criminal. no, it wasn't. It's criminal. I, I, I honestly I don't know. Uh, how they can how they can do it how they can get away with I don't, it I don't know what happens to the media after Trump uh, like, what are they going to talk about I, there's there's a part of me and I guess I'm just Debbie Downer today there's a part of me that it'll it'll start with uh champagne bottles being uh uncorked and having these media giants go holy crap Look what we've done. We did it. We did it. We did it. What do we want to do next? That's sometimes I get so depressed and so disheartened like that. I try to be, you know, optimistic about it. But when just faced with the sheer weight of it, and it, it is so crazy. And you have, you have, you know, our show. We talk about it. And I know you do, you know, other other shows on on KLRN and other outlets and stuff. And Tucker Carlson talks about it, and some people on Fox News talk about it. But they've been incredibly successful. There was just, oh my God, uh, they just declassified these documents on Brennan, uh, from, from Brennan, where they're saying the Obama administration, Obama and everybody was informed. They were informed yes. Yes. that Hillary Clinton and her campaign decided to do this vilification of Donald Trump and that they were going to use Russia and they were going to make this crap up and they were just going to take that. They were going to they were going to start this lie and they were going to roll with it. So now we have declassified documents that prove that that was true. The Obama administration, blah, blah, blah. It is. That is a bombshell. That is an absolute. Bombshell. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard. I haven't heard a peep about it. I haven't heard a peep well, about other it. Than, other than Jake Tapper interviewing Brennan so he could do damage control. Right. So I mean, so Brennan sitting there. This is, getting, oh, back, oh. This is getting back to your original, your original point. So the mainstream media and the people who run, you know, the big companies and the in the you know the Facebooks of the world, they ran with this this lie of the Trump Russia collusion. And even when the Mueller report came out and said, "Yep, there was nothing there. There was nothing there," they never apologized for it. They never backtracked. They just kept going. And oh my gosh! And even they, even though they they know they're taking these quotes out of context, they're running with the narrative of Trump is a racist. Trump is a racist. So if they win, if they win this election, and by them, you know, the liberals, the Democrats, the the, the media, and all this, it, they they it's a they've they've got to have a huge celebration. Look what we did. We baked it in. We destroyed. You know, we called him a racist and a Russian spy. We did it for. It took us about you know four years, but we did it. What do we want to do next? Oh, we. Ha- oh my gosh! And then look how look at our success 
with, uh, with Black Lives Matter. Look at the success we had there. There was a handful of, of, of deaths by cops. There was a handful of questionable, you know, uh, uh, shootings, but not an outrageous number. And we got everybody fired up about that. And, we're, and now we're, gonna, we're, have, we're having these big social changes. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah, but I. But we'll know. I we'll think, know in the election, I, right? I can't even. I can't even pronounce the town where they did it this past week. Were they back in Kenosha, or was it? Was it? No, it was. It's Watawasta or something. It's yeah. outside of Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Literally, yeah. if you look at Julio Rosa's video. Okay, one of the guys from Town Hall that covers this. Yeah. It is plain as day how this is friggin' engineered because you have, remember that umbrella guy that you were like, that was the creepiest thing ever? Yes. Okay, so I'm watching this video and the first 10 seconds of it are someone dressed in black from head to toe carrying a tactical bag with a professional glass breaking tool tool going down the row of businesses going chonk, chonk, chonk. Yes. Completely calmly, completely, I mean, like a military kind of operation. That's Joe Biden's idea. That's the people that are starting all this shit. And they're coordinated and they're funded. I, it, it's, it is insidious and it's terrifying to watch and it's deeply concerning. I haven't seen the video that you're talking about, but I can imagine it because I just, with the one that I that I saw, you know, back with the, the George Floyd killing, the dude in all black with the little, just, just making sure, just priming the pump, priming the pump. And listen, that ain't, that ain't a boogaloo boy. And that no. I don't, and that ain't a proud boy. And, and I, I don't know, I don't even know if it's Antifa, but I would very like, much. It looked like it was Black Block, which is part of Antifa. Well, it's, it's very, it's just so, and I don't know how you catch them and I don't know what you do because it's the whole thing with Antifa and how they all, they're all matchy matchy. There's something that's very, very disturbing about that. Like it's even though. military. Right. Did you see the time? It was like all these Antifa guys, and they're they're wearing their black hoodies, and they're all zipped up, and they got their backpacks, and they have their umbrellas, and they all—it was like ten dudes with their umbrellas out, standing in the middle of the street, and they were going to go toe to toe with riot cops, and the riot cops just start shooting tear gas and rubber bullets. It was hilarious. I mean, it looked cool. It looked cool with like a bunch of guys holding black umbrellas and they all open them at the same time and they, they take some kind of fighting stance. <laughs> but it's like you realize you realize a, uh, a rubber projectiles. Your, your, uh, your umbrellas, that's, that's, that's designed to stop well, rain. That's when they started bringing shields. Oh, yeah. That but I mean, tough. when you were watching some of those early ones, the guys with the black umbrellas would pick up the tear gas, gas canisters and hurl them back. Oh yeah. Oh, the bringing the umbrellas is is a smart move. I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock them for that. I'm just saying when you're get, when you're going up against uh, guys with rubber bullets and and yeah. guns, it's not gonna work. Your umbrella. The shields. The that's shields some wild don't look coyote as cool, stuff. Yeah, the shields don't look as cool, but they're probably gonna be a little more functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, and who can walk around with just a shield? Just a shield hanging out. That's cr- <laughs> that's crazy. 
Uh, oh, we've, but got, think, we've got some excellent news in a, a recent poll. Bring it. I could use some right about now. Gallup does a poll of thousands of registered voters across the country, and Gallup has been doing polling for a long time, so I think their methodologies are probably one of, one of the best. Mm-hmm. 56% of Americans think they're better off today than they were four years ago admits a pandemic. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's great. But that is, that's that is good news. that's a historic number. It like Reagan didn't crack 50. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. That gives it some great context. I mean, I think Obama was only at 44 when he got reelected. Wow. Well, well, that's yeah, no, that's, this is like this uh, isn't this isn't uh, historic by a little, it's a lot. Dang. That's fantastic. Okay, we're gonna. I want to talk more about that. That's great stuff. And the and the eighties and 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 our our current the love affair with the eighties just continues. And we should probably chime in, having uh, been there, having been there. We're gonna come been right there. Back. I was there. <laughs> we'll be right back. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers, people who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The melancholy information Sunday afternoon, rainy day, bang-a-thon, Chinese food, movie-watching, pandemonium podcast continues. When we left, when, when last we left, our hero, the Liberty Gimlet, was telling us about an awesome poll where, this is a Gallup poll, you say, 56% yeah. of the people are like, we're doing better than we were last year, or, or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm better off now than I was four years ago. Oh, four years ago. Yes, they do this. They do this poll. Um, I often reference the one that they did in the transition between Barack Obama and and um, Donald Trump. Yeah, um, because they do it at the end of a presidency and then they do it the year of the election. Um, and. Every everything everything that mattered improved or stayed the same. Like people's satisfaction with the economy went through the roof. People's satisfaction, even race relations in the country, went up like 
12 or 14 points between Barack Obama and Donald Trump. Wow. That's why this whole race war thing just doesn't make any damn sense. So, it really doesn't. So, but this poll they do in, in the election year, and that metric is really supposed to drive the election. Yeah. Um, and what it tells me, here's what I know. People can virtue signal on their yards. They can virtue signal online. They can post a black square. When they go in the box, it's about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I saw an, another interesting post yesterday. And it was a guy who went back and looked at how much Hillary Clinton was beating Donald Trump in the states according to the average of polls in 2016. Yeah. And how much Biden is now. And it's roughly the same. It's within like one percentage point. I think she was beating him by like 5.4 and Biden supposedly beating him at 4.6. He's like, we don't need the error to be bigger. We just need the error to be about the same. And it's gotta be because I mean, you actually have polls now where people are saying, or, or studies now where like, People are saying at like rates of like twenty percent. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be honest about what I'm doing in the in the voting booth, and it's way more for Republicans. And um, you've got these great polls now about who's your neighbor voting for. <laughs> Let me and yeah get into that. I haven't heard any of these. Donald Trump it. is like running away with it with a, a bigger plurality, and um, yeah. The other interesting thing about the Gallup poll. Is it's exactly opposite. The Democrats so screwed themselves. It's exactly the opposite. So like 70% of Republicans are voting in person and 30% are voting by mail. And it's 30% are voting in person for Democrats and 70% are voting by mail. Wow. We know that one in five ballots on that side is disenfranchised. Yeah. It'll be it'll be very very interesting to see. I mean, it, and I I always come back to this like, but, but maybe I'm just so blind to my own way of thinking. You, you and like, listen, you guys, for the people listening to the show, like question yourself, question everything, question everything, and 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 never stop and, and never stop trying. But it's like I always come back to like I don't see how it's even close. I I really don't see how it's no. Close. I, I I cannot. For the life of me, like you, I just don't see it. Like, not when it comes down to how are me and my family doing, right? And who is what else do you ready, vote on? And who is ready to lead the country? Like, the world is still not a safe place. Like, I know, you know, ISIS and the Taliban. It seems like they're gone. It seems like they're no longer. But like, I I always come back to. The media and 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 the government was telling us, well, that's that's the new normal. Get get ready to live in a world where people just get run over all the time. Get yeah, ready no. to live in a world where it. And Trump said, no, no, thank you, and unleashed the military. So listen, I just, uh, I want to, I I want to believe the polls that that make my side look good. I want to believe the polls that help me sleep at night, and then I want to discount the polls that I don't agree with. I just. I'm very, very worried that the media has people uh, 
conned and have has the has them fooled and i i re, i can remember it distinctly the the dude the from google who was on hillary clinton's uh you know he was with her back in 2016 Absolutely. yeah and he's going hey if you give us the time you give us the time and we'll figure this out we can swing this thing you know millions of votes we can affect public opinion and it's what does what does Google allow to post on that first page of responses? And what does Facebook allow? Facebook. Oh, Facebook is awful. But it's such an effective tool. It's such an effective tool. And they have, uh, they're, they're, they have their the Loftus party over opinion, over opinion. Oh, uh, I know. I've, I've reached out to, you know, their help center and, and I'm still waiting to get a response. But uh, it's it's ridiculous. On my on my personal timeline, yeah, right. If I post a pithy little comment, it goes insane, right? Yes. If I post one of my articles, nobody sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they might see it ten days later. They have. Uh, here's another one. Here's the latest one for me. I, I, I reposted an article from the Daily Wire, uh, and it said there was an arsonist who got popped in California. Yep. Uh, and then he went to jail, and he got out, and he started six more fires, and then he got arrested again. So I, I posted that article, and then uh, it got flagged by Facebook, and they're like, the fact, they fact-checked it, and they're like, hey, the fires in California are not due to arson. And Bullshit. To me, and to me, that was insane, right? So, so they flagged it, and they go. So, first of all, that's not what that's not what the article was claiming at all. This is about an individual arsonist got popped, started six more fires, and then blah 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 blah. Nowhere do, do I say, oh, all of the fires. I never said, ooh, one hundred percent of the fires were started by arson. So. For them to flag that and then feel confident to take it down and and then smack the Loftus party around for posting uh, misleading news, that's not even, that's so not even close to a fair fight. It's so not even close. So Lord knows uh, who else is uh, being silenced and uh, and having stuff. Uh, taken down it's well, really but it's it, that's it's bad i just how do you put this so for a long time right mm -hmm. the creative folks and digital savvy people were the sole province of the left yeah i think we have a fair number of them on the right now I mean, Maybe. Donald Trump's Donald Trump's campaign ran circles around Obama's, which was supposed to be like groundbreaking, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just think when you start when you start taking a look at it, um, you are kind of if that's how you want to play, you're underestimating the creativity and problem-solving ability on the right, because we still believe in all that fundamental stuff like meritocracy and all that. So while you burn your businesses to the ground because you let your HR departments be taken over by social justice warriors, we're going to be over here building a parallel economy, and ultimately we win. 
Well, I, I, I really look hope at black so. rifle, rifle coffee. Well, let's uh, let's blow some sunshine up those gentlemen's uh, behunkus, the Black mm -hmm. Rifle uh, Coffee Crew, and uh, I don't want to. I know. Listen, I guess it's good coffee. I want to try it. I love their uh, I love their video. Oh, it's good. Those dudes seem like a lot of fun. And now, um, what's the what's the what's the new news from the Black Rifle Coffee? I saw yesterday they're. Um... I honestly, they're actually going into brick and mortar stores like a Starbucks or a Dunkin Donuts. Yeah. Um, and they were standing in front of the ribbon cutting of what I believe is their latest store, if not their first and said, where should we go next? And everybody's like, here, here, here. Oh my Lord. You know, what's yeah. great about that? You know, what's great about that? Like I've always done, I always liked that company. I like the, yeah. I, I like the idea of the company and I hear that the coffee is good. I can't speak to it. I've never tried it. I want to try it. It is but good. It's all, it's all veterans. These guys are all they're, military dudes. Now, if they're getting, and they're men. And if they're hiring other military dudes to run the brick and mortar stores, that's going to be the safest place to have a cup of coffee on planet earth. Exactly. You know who's not going to burn one of those down? Right. <laughs> you've got you got uh, Staff Sergeant Wilson back there. I'm going to get you a latte. And buddy, I got an M16 and I'm ready to go. It's going right? to be great. You're going to feel so. You know secure. what they should do? What? Should, oh, this would be awesome if they had a coffee shop with a shooting range in back. Well, that would be great. I'd, that I'd would be like that. the best. Like that could be all over the south. Yeah, I I need to do some shooting. I need to. Uh, did we talk about this last week? I feel horrible if I didn't. I know I did it on the on the live stream, but we did our second. Uh, we did our second event for uh, for law enforcement with our backing the blue thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, I, I I talked about it on the live stream. I don't think I did anything on on YouTube. I think I might have mentioned it on Twitter, but I should definitely mention it here uh, while we have the time. So you guys know, a lot of you probably donated, and I, I want to thank you uh, on the show. We wanted to do something nice for uh, all the shifts at a, at a precinct that was really kind of, you know, getting the brunt of a, of, a, of, a, of a bad way to go. So you guys were so generous and so awesome. We raised enough money, and, and like I said, morning, noon, and night. We wanted to do all three shifts. Nobody gets screwed. So our, our good friends at the 7-0 precinct in Brooklyn, uh, we were able to treat them, and that was wonderful. And then last week was our good friends at the 6-7 in Brooklyn, at those two precincts. Our hope and this is this gives this makes me happy. Our hope was to do one. We just wanted to be able to do one. My concern is we wanted to do morning, noon, and night. And you guys were so awesome uh, and so wonderful. We were uh, we were able to do two: the seven zero and the six seven. I'm using. I learned that from my my new police buddies. That's how you you don't call you don't <laughs> call it the sixty seventh. You don't call it the sixty seven. Right. You don't call it the seventy. It's the seven zero and the six seven. So that was awesome. And that's the spirit uh, that we want to continue uh, doing. I don't know what our next. You know what we should do. Well, Give I just, it. I just. Oh, go ahead. I no, was just going to let everybody, everybody who's listening, don't listen to the media. President Trump is over COVID. 
he is no longer contagious according to the CDC guidelines and why they're treating it like a chronic illness when the president has it, I think is because of the stupid way they count cases and it's always the total number of cases and we never talk about how many people have recovered. But like yeah. once you have COVID, after 10 days, when you've been fever-free for 24 hours off medication, you're not contagious anymore. Just like the flu. When you feel better, you can't give it to other people. This is true. And and they have to do everything they can, they being the media, is to keep America scared for just about another 20 days. They're in the home stretch. They have to keep everybody terrified for about three more weeks. Well, I actually try to do. Hold on. I, actually, I wanna I wanna I wanna make this up because we were talking about how awesome okay. the Black Rifle co- Coffee Company is, and I think they're awesome. I also think uh, the Loftus Party's pretty freaking awesome too. Uh, and we do. We should start thinking now about a holiday shirt. I want to do a special shirt. Here's what we need to do. Here's what because this is what we did uh, before. We, we're going to do this for the holiday. We need a, a cool, fun uh, holiday shirt, and we're going to take the proceeds from that shirt, and we're going to do something awesome with them for Christmas, Hanukkah, for the holidays. That's I'm, I'm I'm I've decided it. I have I have that's that's our that's our goal. If you have ideas, uh, people who are listening to the show, uh, let us know. Let us know. Leave a comment at theloftestparty.com. Here's and uh, we'll get back to the president and COVID because I really do think it's important, and I'm super glad you brought it up. But here's the deal, you guys, with the way uh, Facebook has just dialed us back, and the way. Uh, you know, YouTube and all that stuff. And I know you guys all subscribe and I know you're all sharing the videos and telling your friends and I can't thank you enough for doing that. But always, always, always leave your comments at theloftestparty.com. That's why we started the website. That That's that's home base uh, for the community. So if you have an idea for something fun, we can throw on a shirt for Christmas and Hanukkah. Uh, and then maybe you know of somebody whose business needs help, blah, 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 blah. But we're we're in the we're in the starting phases of that. I've just decided. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show with the the, the COVID thing, and 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 Trump appears to be better. We saw, I I saw a little bit of his interview. Yep. Last night he seems fine. Like he yeah no his I ass. I saw him on Tucker with Dr. Siegel, and he yeah. was actually and I listened to it. Um, he was actually on with Rush, and they went commercial free for two hours. Dang, that's great. Like you don't do that if you have a re- like a, if you don't feel good. If you have the flu, you can't be on air for two hours without an area sneeze, a cough, or a hack. It just doesn't work that way. Did you just um, say nary a sneeze, a cough, or a hack? I did. <laughs> I love it. With nary a okay. sneeze, that's fantastic. Harken, wow. harken, everyone, harken to to the Liberty Kimlet, nary a sneeze. Okay. He's, he's it was a, a little bit of sarcasm. Oh, I loved it. I lo- I like Nary. You like kind of like when I used anodyne last week. <laughs> anodyne was fantastic. It's <laughs> so appropriate, though, isn't it? It was. It was the perfect word. But like anodyne, I thought that was like a nasal spray, or maybe it was how they the the fuel they used in Battlestar Galactica. They had to fire up the anodyne engines. Oh. It was an SAT word. I guess it was. <laughs> it was. It was that N-E-W word for me. 
I, I mean, don't know. It it drives them crazy that Trump got better so fast. It I know them crazy, and and oh he my God. so great. And God bless America. When he got when he got back and he went onto the balcony of the White House and he ripped that mask off that and stood awesome. there. That was so incredibly cool. It was so incredibly powerful. And then he's he's like Mussolini. Look at him. He's like Mussolini. Jesus, nut up, America. Nut up. Don't don't let COVID dictate your life or something like that. And I'm like, yes, yes that's what I've been saying since March. Yes. Yeah. It's it's great. I was I was just talking to a dude on the elevator. I had to run out and grab coffee before we recorded. And uh, uh, and he wasn't he wasn't wearing a mask. And I'm like, hey, good for you, man. Way to go. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm just not going to be afraid of this stuff anymore. And I think hopefully it's catching on. Hopefully it's catching on. And there's more people yeah, like I that. Hope so. Yeah. But there's so yeah. much focus on um, like California and New York. And I'm just like. I'm looking at New York and having grown up in upstate for a significant, my whole family is from there. Like that's yeah. where all my immigrant family landed and that's where we stayed. Right. Yeah. That was, that's gypsy ground zero. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at mayor de Blasio, the open anti-Semite harassing the Hasidic Jewish community for a 3% positivity rate. Like, what the hell are you doing? I have never I don't want to say never. I was, I was in my New York place watching the news, and I tell you what, big shout out to the New York Jewish community. A yep. big shout out. I tell you what, I'm I'm so proud and and happy they are not taking this crap. Like De Blasio, they were locking up parks. They were locking up parks. Because, oh, well, this is where the Orthodox ready. Jews go to hang out. And the Jews would just showed up with some chain cutters. And just like, bango. <laughs> no, I, I believe we're going to have our discussion and talk about the Torah. It's great. Oh, but, I mean, you had, your, you had the governor on TV saying, basically saying all of these outbreaks are due to the Jewish community in New York. I'm like, dude, you're scapegoating. What in the wow. hell is wrong with you? Yeah, we're having an outbreak of a I'm disease. Like you freaking Quick. anti? Do you not? And you call Trump Hitler? What are you saying? <laughs> Quick, blame the Jews. Exactly. That's not a good look. That is not a good oh look. God. Hey, Get it says it says here in my 1936 propaganda handbook. <laughs> when in doubt. Where are my fellow Why are you people not standing up to this? And it's, and I was talking about this last night on stage. It's like, thank, thank God for the Jews who are standing up to this, and thank God for the hairdressers in Texas who were. Seriously, we we found mm-hmm. out who's we found out who's brave and who's not. Yep. We found out. I think she's close to winning an election now. You know what? Good for her. That's how it's supposed to work. Citizens uh-huh. in government. Citizens in government. I'm so. I, that's a high note. That's how we're going to leave it uh, this week. I'll be uh, back in my regular. It'll sound better again next week, you guys. Uh, we'll have updates on everything. Uh, it's we're in the home stretch. 
we got a little over 20 days. I, I things will always get weirder. Uh, so don't don't get ready. Don't get ready for things to settle down anytime soon. America and uh, Australia and Canada and and Europe and there's people who listen to the show all over the world and uh, I think about you all the time and I'm glad that you're here thanks for your support uh, we're sl- we're slugging it out we're slugging it out and the reason we're getting bigger is, is because of cool people like you so thanks for listening tell your friends peace